All right, today on the show, Fela Inkyo. Am I saying your name right, bro, before we go any further? Am I am I butchering your name? I apologize if I am. It's man. I'm, 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 I prepared myself for that when I created the name. What, say it for me one time. I'll remember it forever, please. Fela Aniko. Fela Aniko. I'm still getting the last one Aniko. Aniko. Okay, Aniko. I see where the influence is. Aniko. Aniko is a, uh, it's an African name. It comes okay. from Africa. Fela actually... Uh, Fila actually derives from the name Fela Kuti. Have you ever heard of Fela Kuti? I think that's why I was saying Fela, but yeah, it, but you, yeah, you of yeah. course, like hip hop, you flipped it, you changed it to Fela. Facts, I, yes. I, I put I'm the, still what I did was up. I put the I put the apostrophe over the uh, over the e, and I changed the pronunciation from Fela to Fila. Fila, and that's what okay. made it more okay. original and more me, but. Well, hey, you know, when people mess the name up and call me Fela, I, I actually still find it honorable. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're, they're trying to reach out to you. And, and you know, I we spoke, I, I got your music a while back, months ago, before COVID hit. And uh, I've been a fan, and I've never really... I guess I didn't pay enough attention to the music. I didn't hear your, I didn't hear it pronounced enough to really get it. And, and yeah. I was familiar with Fela. So I, that's the way I thought. I thought you was a complete tribute, did not realizing you were flipping it on the hip hop shit. Yeah, just you know, just flipping um, it, just flipping it. Just flipping. Like Hoodie was into music too. So oh sure, big influence for a lot yeah. of hip hop artists, big no doubt. Big influence for a lot of hip hop artists. Um, before we get started, I'm gonna get some background music going. I appreciate all the camera angles you got, uh, and I appreciate you. Before we go any further, I appreciate you being here Definitely. in general. My mission. I appreciate you having me. The love is for me to sit down and share experiences with other humans, especially humans that uh, enjoy and partake in hip hop, and that's what I like to do. And and so it wouldn't happen without. Um, people like you being here. So Facts. I appreciate that. Facts. And creatives, when I say people like you, for all Facts. the negative people out there. Mercy Grinds is checking in. I think they're a big fan of you. And I just want to let you know that. Uh, Over here in the you. bag behind me, I've got some refreshments. This is something we do every week, so please don't take offense. I do it to everybody. There's uh, a couple kinds of beer. There's a Mike's Hard Lemonade. There is a soda, and there is a quarter water. Now, they're all sealed and cold, and they're all for your enjoyment. So you can And you can have whatever's in the bag over the course of the show. I just want to know which one you'd prefer to have first. Uh, I'm good. Just, just none of it. You got your own beverage. Just water, man. Just fuck that. Well, that's why I was bringing water every week, but people bring their own water here in Arizona, so I felt like that was dumb. It's mandatory to have water out. Yeah, you got your die. I'm still trying to drink a gallon a day. I I, I drink all day. I'm still trying to drink a gallon a day. So that's good. You're the first one to totally denounce uh, the the, the beverage. But if you want something during the show, that's fine. While we over here talking about water, man, let me go on and get me some. I'm there with you, you know. (laughs) Uh, please, everybody in Arizona, drink your water. I've got to drink extra because I drink caffeinated drinks as well. And, you know, I, I smoke medicine, so, you know, that, that has its effect, gotta too. <laughs> got to have your medicine. Uh, that leads us to a first round of easy questions. I ask everybody these questions. I'll get some background music in a minute. Um, when you are enjoying medicine, beer, uh, I mean, excuse me, blunt paper or a good book? I guess it's definitely blunt or paper because you already signified you yeah, enjoy yeah. medicine. That's for the non-smokers because yeah, you, you can't smoke and yeah, enjoy a good gotta, book. Yeah, so I don't. That's, I don't want. I don't want to fuck up the book. question. That's what I'm saying. But you papers. Uh, papers are blunt. I'm not going to take out the. I'm nah. not going to take the book out of the <laughs> nah. equation. You can't take knowledge out of the equation. God, God bless you. So it's always going to be the book. Okay, the book. Okay, all right. Always all right. the book. Um, are you a drinking man? Beer, liquor, or water? Nah, I don't drink too much. You don't drink I only, too much. I drink on occasion, blue moons, celebrations. Okay. You know, if I'm around good vibes, good friends. Okay. Um, 
Sati- when you are smoking medicine, sativa, indica, or hybrid? Indica. Okay. That's a smoker's choice. Yeah, That's a I'm smoker's to, choice. I'm trying to vibe out. I got you. I got you. Uh, when you're enjoying a taco, if you do, beef, pork, or fish taco? Snap. Beef. Beef. Okay. 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 Beef. Beef taco. That's the that's the classic. That's what I tend to enjoy. Beef, Look at that. We're rolling through. Original. Stuff. Original, man. All right. We get off the easy questions, get to some of the foundation. Where did you uh grow up at? Let's talk about that. I grew up in Palmdale, Palmdale, California. It's about uh it's a small town, gentrified city, probably about thirty, forty minutes north of uh north of LA. Okay. Me, me and my boy right here, Swayze. Hey, Swayze, how you doing? Glad to meet you. 45 minutes north of L.A. Yeah. My only experience in California, I worked on the Pebble Beach golf course for a couple weeks when I was a youngster in the 90s. And that's about halfway between San Fran and L.A., mm-hmm. uh, Monterey, California. Okay. So a little further, maybe a couple hours up from you, something like that. I don't know. Um, Palmdale. What's it like in Palmdale for those people that have never been there, never grew up there before? Palmdale is like any other gentrified city. You know what I'm saying? When you have a uh, when you have big cities like Los Angeles or Chicago, you know what I'm saying? You have those outskirts cities where where the poor and the working class are pushed out mm-hmm. because it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a easier or, or or more beneficial financial uh, way of living. When the rent goes up, you got to go somewhere. You got because, like you somewhere. said, they gentrified L.A. They exactly. gentrified these cities, so Chicago. They, and so what it was was they lowered the prices in a specific city that was close enough. The, to push those those residents there, mm-hmm. and that's basically uh, you know like a, it's a melting pot. You know what I'm saying? Palmdale mm-hmm. Lancaster's it's a it's a melting pot where you have a whole lot of uh, animosity, a lot of frustration from the 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 way of living, mm-hmm. and so it's really just working a, class. Yeah, just, a, just the ups and downs, plight of the working man. I get exactly. it. Exactly. I it's come just, from hard working. It's people. a small town where you just, you know, what I'm saying everybody's trying to survive and trying to, you know, what I'm saying get that American dream that nobody gets to. Do a, do a lot of the people? Do they work in L.A.? Do they drive every day, or do, is it? Do people most, work in Palm Day? Most, most people, people drive work, to L.A. Most people work. drive to L.A., okay. Santa Clarita, okay. you know, the other Valley. places. Other yeah, places. other places. It's all L.A. County, though. It's and that's all. all the, that's where all the traffic comes from that we hear about. The yeah, traffic. All that traffic. Yeah. When did you? How long did you live there? How old were you when you moved to Arizona? Uh, I'm when I moved to Arizona. I moved to Arizona about five years ago. Oh, okay, so you spent yeah. you, you you were fully grown when you came. Yeah, 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 I, I got. You. I was a grown man. Well, how intense was, you know, you said it was it was working class, um, and I'm from the East Coast, so forgive me if I say something dumb, but all I know about growing up in California, I learned from Colors, Boys in the Hood, Minister mm-hmm. Society. Mm-hmm. I spoke about this with Yog, and, and he's, people, the OGs are starting to help me learn things, so if I speak out of turn, forgive me, but how how was it intense as growing up young and, and you know, like it's in, it's Growing up is intense for everybody wherever you're at, but it's especially intense for some people. How intense was life for you growing up in Palmdale? Uh, and we've heard every we've heard on this show we've heard stories of people that grew up uh, much like the Huxtables with doctors in their family, mm-hmm. and we've heard stories of people grew up elsewhere where they experienced mm-hmm. murders at a young life. So mm-hmm. I don't want you know that's just to say whatever your experience is, we accept it as it is. So I don't want you to you know. Don't you know? Don't 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 try to impress us. We're just trying to figure out what Definitely. what creates a a fillet. I'm still gonna work on the last. Part. I'm just gonna say fillet. Fillet for now. Fillet. I like fillet. I just yeah. got in my mind. I got to spell it different to say it right. But, yeah, but go ahead, man. Good. Go ahead. I promise. How how intense was life growing up in Palmdale? Life life for me was was pretty intense. 
I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's it's right there on the outskirts of LA. So you had mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, a lot of people game banging, mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, doing drugs, just the same old, you know, same old poor class problems. Sure. And so, um, are people looking up to LA and the gang violence yes, and emulating yes, that? Because to me, that would be the biggest that problem. Is the, that's right? the biggest. That's the biggest thing when it, when when you when you got a small town mm-hmm. outskirted like that. You know what I'm saying? It it almost reminds me of uh, Staten Island. You know what I mean? Where it's like, right. like close, that, close, but not accepted and on the outskirts. From, exactly right, right. that borough that's just forgotten. Where it's like, yo, mm-hmm. we got a lot of animosity. You know what I'm saying? So it was really just the typical living. You know what I'm saying? Just Going to school, trying to figure out what color is is is, is appropriate to be a part of who mm-hmm. your who, who your dad is, who your you know wherever right. it is that you grew up from. Right. That's basically where you kind of you know you did go you into. Have, did you have friends before that realization that you had to distance yourself once that kind of became crystal clear? Because a lot of things become crystal clear in middle school or whatever. But when, you, like you say, you were kind of figuring that out: who your dad was, what neighborhood, what colors you had to honor. Was there a time before? Like if it's kindergarten or first grade, is there a time before that uh, where you had friends, or, or is it just a constant thing the whole time you're growing up? Um, it's a it's a constant thing of being accepted, just trying to be accepted. When you don't have like a, a father in your life, mm-hmm. you find all of those father figures and certain things in your community. Okay. You know what I'm saying your okay. father figure can be your coach, your father figure sure. can be. Your, your your neighbor, you know what I'm saying? I've had so many neighbors and, and friends who I didn't call mom, uncle, you know mm. what I'm saying, cousin, whatever the case may be, especially I think being in a small town city like that. I think it's going to be somebody. That's what people don't recognize. Like, you're going to find a male or that, that whatever archetype you're looking for. You're going to find it in somebody yeah. Yeah, if, but if what, you're not getting, you know, if you're what not was, getting it. What was different for me was I was, I was legitimately a, a, a sponge. When I was a kid, certain people uh, said the right things to me. Just certain things clicked to me, like oh, he, he, he listens. Or for example, like my mom used to be like, oh, my, my son. Like, like only a couple instances where I went to sleep early, mm-hmm. and she bragged about that to her friend. Mm-hmm. So I made that a consistent thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go to bed at a good time, <laughs> so my mom can you know brag about me like right. the way she did. So right. certain people would say certain things to me, and I would gravitate to that. And you would lock it in. People would say right. certain like like the sponge thing. Like I just said, people that that was told to me at a very early age. Like, oh, you're like a sponge. And when they told me. That I said, oh, okay, and then certain, you know, being around certain gang members that have experienced certain lives, certain things in their life, they've told me certain things, and I just, just, just really just soak that up, and mm-hmm. and and really just try to get some type of understanding from that, and became a really wise person at a, at an early age, right, and really just observed my community and my surroundings from a different uh, different point of view. You see, I, I, I'm a man of a certain age. It's not. It's too. Uh, it's hard to hide at this point. But you seem like an older soul, is what sometimes what, what I've been told, and what sometimes people say to a younger man who thinks deeply, yeah. or maybe thinks on a more soulful uh, level. And you seem like that. You seem like a young man with an old soul. But now yeah. you've explained it clearly. Growing up, influences uh, in an intense life. Uh, mm-hmm. Who played you hip hop first? Do you remember who the first time you my, heard hip hop? My mom. Was mom. like she's like she's a uh, she was just a hip hop nineties TLC all just just everything that the nineties represented with hip hop. My mom was mm-hmm. listening to all of that stuff, 
and but my um it was my stepfather who listened to Biggie Smalls and he was a heavy set dude himself. Dark, dark <laughs> All the big guys well. loved that. Yeah, yeah, they loved Biggie yeah, Smalls. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was like because Biggie made him Biggie made him look good. You know, Heavy D made him look good too before Biggie. But with Heavy D, if you were big, you had to dance. Yeah, with Biggie, you could just Biggie sit at the bar. So it was even better for some of the big you guys. Know you know? Exactly. Yeah, 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 so. Yeah. So, yeah, so when he, um, uh, surprisingly, Biggie Smalls was the first artist that really caught my attention with his lyrics and his wordplay. And, and he used to play him all the time. So I used to just be really fascinated with how he would, you know, play, put his words and stuff. And so I would just, you know, just play off of that. I have a, I have a stepson, so I'm a bit sensitive to this subject because, you know, as a stepdad, not all of us, but some of us try our best. Can a stepdad yeah. and, and a, most smart stepdads? I'm are, a stepfather myself. Mo, most yeah. stepdads, the smart ones, are not trying to replace anybody or be anybody's real father. They're just trying to do a good job at what they feel their responsibility is as a stepfather. And it depends on when you come into the child's life as well. I came into my stepson's life in his, or right as he was becoming a teenager, mm-hmm. and we're about seven or eight years in now. Mm-hmm. And some t- sometimes it feels great. Sometimes it feels like I could never win. What would your advice, as, be, as having a stepdad and now being a stepdad, what would your advice be to stepdads? Because I, I, I would love to hear it on a personal level. My advice to stepfathers would be to uh, to look at your children as a brother or as a sister mm-hmm. that you love, regardless, even even with your your woman or whoever it is that you're with, you you want to look at everyone like a brother or sister that you love, mm-hmm. and if you do, you can treat them without any type of bias or any type of conditions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So no matter how I feel or no matter what I feel about this or whether I don't have kids or if that's my real kid or this that and the third. I know that, for one, I'm going to teach them principles. I'm going to teach them how to be an adult when they're growing up. I'm going to, you know, hold their hand when when, when necessary. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, give them those talks that they need and just guide them in the correct direction as I would with anyone that's around me in my life. Because anyone, everyone should have that responsibility with everything that you learn and experience in life. You should be displaying that with those around you. People have a problem uh, exclusifying people around them. Mm-hmm. And granted, you know, these are your kids or your mother or mm-hmm. your father, but the reality is these are still your brothers and your sisters. Mm-hmm. And the love should be distributed equally. You know what I'm saying? So, I've seen your post about that recently, yeah. uh, about how people want to make love exclusive. And the, and the true, and I agree with you on this, that the true definition of love uh, goes in the other direction from being Facts. exclusive. And Facts, the, completely without conditions. You know, and maybe um, I, I'm kind of a metaphysical dude. I'm more of the opinion that we're all God experiencing ourselves as mm-hmm. God and that we have to come into this plane to experience life from a different perspective because yeah. you can't experience life as God the same way Lee Kirby or Filet with the earthly problems has to experience life. You know Exactly. So, And I believe that in reality... Uh, we're all the same, just kind of arguing and looking and fussing and loving each other. And, and um, you know, we all just want to be loved. To me, man. that just helps me deal with people when I and I find that the people I have problems with, usually it's a characteristic in myself that I don't like that they're displaying. And that's where my 
anger or frustration comes with them is that I'm, I'm not liking a piece of me and I'm witnessing it in front of me and not as me. So again, it gives me the perspective, you know? So I, that's why I try to give people a lot of room. I try to give them a lot of space because we're all just figuring this life out. And hell, this year has been the hardest year on people in my entire life. And I'm an old, old man. So you to know. each his own. I mean, it's been a hard year on mine as well, but to each his own. Some people yeah. have had a really dope year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's, hey, if 2020 is working for you, be blessed. Be, man, you definitely are blessed. It ain't working for me. I don't no, care what it's it tough. is. It's tough. What was um what was your first recording experience? Take us there. Uh, oh, my first recording experience, man. My um No matter what it was, some people's a karaoke machine, of course nowadays. Some people it was, exactly a, it was a computer. What it is. Okay. My pops was a uh my pops was a victim to the system. So he was okay. he was he was doing the 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 drug dealing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, at mm-hmm. that time. And so whenever I would go to LA to visit him and my family, you know, he would have certain things, you know, just that it was around his spot right. or, you know, some just, cool stuff to have. He cool had some stuff. extra disposable income. Exactly. And so he, sure. he, he knew I was starting to get into music and mind you, this is probably like, this is like, I'm like eight years old, eight, nine years old still. And he gave me this karaoke machine that had the CD and then the two cassettes. And if you got the instrumental CD, you could record, uh, the, the what's on the CD onto the tape, mm-hmm. but everything had to be one take though. Right, it had right. to be one take. Right. Like that sure. was it. The verse, the sure. hook, the verse, the hook. You had to do everything one take. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I used to just Tough be. In, to do. I used to just be in my room for days, just just making song after song after wow. song, wow. and just I used to make skits. I used to. I used to just really be so infatuated with the music and really just listen to music from. A, a learning perspective and not just as a fan mm-hmm. and just really just really put that into my music. Well, you know, having to if, if you created all of your first music, having to do everything on the first take to me, that's like boot camp. Like that's got to make you a better yo, artist like, now. Yo. It and what does, is what is punching does. in mean to you at this point when you see punch artists? It. I mean, when you see artists punch in their whole verse or whatever, piece by piece. I mean, and hey, everybody records their own process, their own right. way. That's fine. Right. That's beautiful. But um, that must be a bit foreign to you coming from a place of recording everything all in one take. Not know? at all. Okay. Not at all. Punching in is an art form to me when sure. it comes to creating my music. Whenever I'm creating my music, I want my verses, I want my words, I want everything to sound quality, and I want it. I want you to actually hear it. I mean, mm. there are some cases where you want, you know, just based on the the energy of the song. Or based on how well you know the cadence of that song, mm-hmm. that you can actually do those one take jakes. But but when you're talking about trying to like really put like a quality song together, mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna continue to punch in. You know what I'm you saying? You wanna sound your strongest on every word. Exactly. Your best you want, on every word. You I wanna agree. sound your strongest. And I and where that comes from is when you're writing, when you're writing your music. You, you know what I'm saying? You automatically jump onto something to record it. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You record it without actually memorizing the mm-hmm, cadence. Mm-hmm. You're not training yep. your lung for that verse. You know what I'm saying? And you're not really preparing yourself. So if you don't know the lyrics and you don't memorize those, those, those lyrics, you know, t- to that well, you got to punch that in so that they can actually. So that, they, so that they can actually... Um... People are tapping in. You hear the evidence right there. People are tapping in. Swayze, I feel bad that I offered him a beverage. Would you like one of these beverages? You can feel free oh, to have one. Sure, yeah. 
What, what would you like? Uh, like a Heineken or like a quarter water? No disrespect. We drink the quarter waters. I have them around my house. It's no. Water, it, or a soda? Or a Pepsi? Oh, a soda. Soda. Pepsi Cola. Ice cold, unopened. It's yeah, all man. fresh for you. Enjoy, Thanks, I please. It. I, I feel bad that I didn't offer when I offered. No, 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 uh, no, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Um, who was uh, when you started thinking about recording, um, being a hip hop artist? Who who was your inspiration on the in, in California on a maybe on a local level, maybe on a West Coast big level? Who were your inspirations to to rap? Who do you think got I'm you? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, it's okay. Can you repeat that question again? No, it's cool. Who was when you first started? We were talking about when you first started recording with the karaoke machine um, uh, at your dad's. Who do you think was your inspiration as a musical artist at that point to um, to start rapping? Who do you think was was it someone from the West Coast? Was it someone from Palmdale? Was it someone in your family? Who do you think was the musical inspiration that made you want to rap? Uh, Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Yeah, notorious. Like I say, because your stepdad was so because into Biggie Smalls. My stepdad was so okay. into him. I was really just intrigued with how he was how he was rapping. Like that, that I was just really right, intrigued right. by that. Now, it went from from Biggie starting my my music career. Okay. To uh, and this is going to be funny. To okay. Bow Wow actually okay. confirming it. Right, like oh snap, like this is it's a kid because he was similar to your age. He was similar to my age. LL was similar to my age, almost similar to my age. So I'm like, <laughs> Snoop Dogg is similar to my age, but that's a, it's a different world. But I understand. So, so like, Bow Wow, but yeah. Bow Wow was doing it on a crazy level Yo, to Bow see wow someone was... your age, and that's that's the thing about hip hop that I think is always rang true. Yeah, uh, Soldier Boy, LL, it worked for these bunch of different artists mm-hmm. that they came out young, they were good, and they struck a chord with yeah. with, with people their own age. I mean. Yep. When when you look and see someone your own age doing it at such a big level, that yeah. that had to be an inspiration. Yeah. No, that's totally Bow wow cool. Was a Notorious kid. big to Bow wow. Bow wow wasn't Justin Bieber. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, not at all. Was, not at all. Bow wow. He was, was fully he was, accepted. Jermaine Dupri doesn't get the credit he deserves, yeah. but he was rolling with one of the biggest teams at the time and 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 selling a bunch of records. So uh, respect to Bow wow. You know, yeah. know, that is funny though. Notorious big to Bow wow. I don't know that anybody else's evolution <laughs> happened like that, but respect well, to your I stepdad. Was, yeah. Well, and respect the well, you have to understand. I'm like at this point in my life, I'm listening to hip hop all day long. Right. My my stepfather, when when you know my uncle, my stepfather, my cousins, whenever you know Pac, his album came out, they was listening to his whole album. Whenever mm-hmm. Biggie came out, they was listening to his whole album. Whenever whenever uh, whenever um, all the whenever all the classics came sure. out, you know, Wu-Tang, they, whoever Jay-Z, they was listening right, to right. all of that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm listening to all that. But Biggie Smalls was the one that just really caught me because of who who my stepfather's influence was, you know, mm-hmm. or whoever he was listening to at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so just seeing Bow Wow pop up was like, yo, like. I can do this now. Right, right. I can do this right, right now. I right. can get there right now. You know what I mean? And so, and then it went from it went from Bow Wow to because um, I had got a hold of some 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 CDs, and um, my mom had one of those old school CD books. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying with all the mm-hmm. CDs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I I got it. I got a hold of um, Andre Three Thousand. Um. And Tupac, and I really got in touch with Tupac. Mm-hmm. Tupac was like, "Yo, what? What? He's he's different from all the stuff that I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. Like even with Andre 3000, they all have a similar cadence of that notorious, 
that the the word played a bim 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 bim, but but Pac was like he was saying something, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even like Pac had bars. It was the directness of it how was, he was saying it. Was it. Exactly, yeah, it was the direct. It wasn't to be poetic or to be wordy. It was to be direct, and, and it ended up being poetic just because of sure what it was and how inspiring whatever that statement or bar was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so once I got a hold of that. I was probably like ten or eleven years old. It was a, it was all it was, it was a rap from there. I opened up Pandora's Tupac box. So you were a rapper in high school? Were you rapping and I making rapping songs in, in high elementary school? school. Okay. I was a rapper in junior high. God bless high growing school. up hip hop, right? God Man, bless I, and did I, it help with girls in high school? Yeah, rapping? of course. It, it, okay, of course I'm just it checking. I didn't get that benefit. Uh, when I was in high school and and trying to rap, it weirded everybody well, out. It was a different day. You in know, my for, time, <laughs> it was either it was either you was game banging, mm-hmm. you was a crump dancer, mm. or you was rapping. Okay, or you was doing sports, of course. You okay, know what I'm oh, the sports, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, Football yeah. is always a big thing. So yeah, when I once once I got a hold of Tupac, it was a rap from then. I I just I just. I, I, everything you I needed to know about Tupac, I was I was looking at, reading, watching, listening, everything. I was just on the Tupac frenzy, and then um, and then I got a hold of Eminem. Okay, <laughs> and Eminem <laughs> messed me up. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm Eminem, Eminem doesn't. Uh, I I have a good friend VA Slim that always gave Eminem a lot of credit, and he was a big fan of Eminem. And I don't think uh, Eminem gets as much credit. Now, mind you, you know, I'm an old white guy that used to rap, so I've got as much reason to love or hate him, however you want to judge it. But I don't think Eminem gets enough credit for truly being a legitimate influence on a generation of rappers and and of all races. Of course, we know he invited a shitload of white guys to start rapping, and that's good (laughs) and bad with that. But I don't think... Vanilla Ice probably did that. Vanilla Ice did that as well, (laughs) just 10 years earlier. I don't think think Eminem gets enough credit for truly a legitimate influence on a generation of of rappers. You know, because it's easy to hate him for a lot of reasons, but uh, I appreciate when people do say they were influenced by him, just for the sheer fact of... Uh, how technically well he raps. If you don't like what he talks about or whatever, uh, I like LL. I, I like Buster Rhymes' new album more than probably any Eminem album. But that—that's just to say he's a great technical rapper, and he did influence a generation of, of MCs. You know, so you got to give people what you got to give it to them. You know, so you absorbed uh, Tupac and Eminem, and I was—I was appreciating how much you absorbed Tupac because being a guy that grew up with so much Biggie Smalls. And then, uh, but but living on the West Coast, I imagine Tupac would be a good fit for you. He was an East Coast guy that that really influenced and made his mark uh, with the West Coast growing up on the West Coast. So that it mix was, is interesting. Um, it was almost like I was picking and choosing mm-hmm. pieces out of these. Because, like I said, these these um, these artists were all you know what I'm saying all all those were important milestones, but. The bigger, like, I was really, like I said, I was listening to everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just picking pieces and picking, choosing, right. and like, you know, like, yo, he's good. Like, yo, he's good. Like, you know what I mean? Because during like, that time, Insane Clown Posse was out, and I haven't heard you mention them at all. No, no. Lil Wayne, that <laughs> was definitely Lil Wayne. Lil was Wayne, one of them. yeah, Lil Wayne he came through in the those. 2000s and shocked the world. Just with co- the amount of quality content Lil Wayne had, I still think it's hard to match. Eminem uh, really, Eminem really put a lot of he put a lot of confidence in me though too. Mm-hmm. Eminem really just put a lot of with Eminem. I think if Eminem was black and had a a black lifestyle perspective, right? He in perspective, right, right. He'd be the he'd be 
the the never sure. nobody would. Well, ever that would take away him. a lot of the arguments that people have against him. Exactly. They don't like his story. They don't like. Uh, but the, his the, lyrical the, the ability is stuff. just so undeniable. Sure, like sure. it's just undeniable. Like I said, no matter what you like or don't like about him, you have to give it to him as a. T- and exactly. anybody, I've never heard anybody that writes for a living, whether you write articles or movies or whether you write raps, I've never heard any writer disrespect him. Because yeah. if you're a writer, you know how hard it is to write and come yeah. up with new shit, make yeah. words rhyme. I mean, when you're writing a story that has to rhyme, it has to be a good story, a start, finish, ending, all of that, and rhyme, and be clever, and be something that no one else... I mean, in rap, literally, you're supposed to be doing something nobody else has done before. Yeah. And at this point, that's incredibly hard. You know, yeah. you have to stay true to yourself, which is what I feel you do. Um, I became a fan of the song we used for your video flyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about recording and punching in. You yeah. do a lot of uh, going back and forth with yourself in that song. Pick it up, flick it up, flick it up, flick yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. I became a fan. I didn't know that song before I made the flyer, and I used it to make the flyer and became a fan of it. You yeah. go back and forth with yourself. Very entertaining. You know, you have a lot of you have a lot of classic sounding hip hop, which is, I guess, that's where I hear the Biggie mm-hmm. influence. But Everything. you, but you also have. It's never dated, and you also have. Other songs that sound like newer or evolved hip hop. So I just that's why I attracted to your music from the from the beginning. I think I hit you up on social media and told you that I listened and was playing some of your songs. Um, so I'm a fan, and that's why you're here because I'm here to talk to the people that I want to talk to. And I to. appreciate so, that, man. You know, I, and I, really I appreciate you coming that. in. Uh, it means a lot. Do you. do you have a go to white friend? A go-to white friend? Is it important to have a go-to got, white friend, and do you have one? I got, yeah, I got some go-to white friends. And you can friends. have several. I'm not saying that you have to have just one, but, oh, you know, man. Who, would, who, would be your, you. who would be your go-to? Give us a couple shout-outs, if you will. Who's oh, your go-to man, I gotta, white friend? I got to give a shout-out to my boy Ryan. I got to give a shout-out to my boy uh, Jonah. Classic names, Ryan yeah, and Jonah. Ryan, yeah. Yeah, Sound like they could write a script or these something. These are activists, too. These are, okay. these are, these are protesters that God bless side them. by side with me out here in God Phoenix. bless them. I, I really, yeah, people, that, that touches my heart. God these, bless and, and I just met these brothers, too. Both of those brothers I just met. Good. Um, well, now, if they're involved in the struggle, I'm sure that helps um, trust them. Uh, as a joke, I was going to start a business where I would vet or confirm your white friends for you. You know, yeah. what do they really feel? How do they really act when you're not around? I was going to, I had a business I was going to start uh, no, confirming these... white people. But, you know. Uh, they probably wouldn't trust a white guy confirming the white people anyway. <laughs> so I decided it wouldn't be the best idea. It's so um, good. Why'd you move to AZ? What caused the move? Let's step up to there. Let's fast forward. Five years ago, you find yourself leaving Palmdale and, mm-hmm. and moving to Arizona. Why, why, why did we do that? Um, just change. I just, it just, I just. You're I on just your own at this point. Different... It, was, it was your decision. It was a yeah, personal it was decision. It was a personal decision where I just, I just wanted something. You know, being in that in that small town, it, it, you know, you you develop like what Cole would say, uh, that small town mentality, mm-hmm. and it keeps you trapped in that small town and not going anywhere else out, outside of that small town because of how comfortable you are. There. Sure. And so I just needed to get out of that comfortability. I needed to get out of my comfort zone and actually just, you know, what I'm saying, be somewhere where. I didn't really need. I wouldn't. wasn't able to really depend on anybody else mm-hmm. and just be my own person. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a smart move. I'm, I'm uh, and I'm proud of you for doing it because it's not always easy to do. Did you move to Arizona by yourself? 
No, no. I, at the time, I didn't move. Okay. I had to move out okay. Arizona, Arizona by myself. Okay. Uh, me and my wife and my two sons moved out here pretty much by ourselves all the way across the country. And uh, people in the East Coast thought we were crazy, you know. Yeah. Then they literally thought we would go burn in the sun in the summertime. But we made it. We survived. Arizona, we're good. You I know? never thought I'd be in Arizona. But Arizona is actually a, it's a really it's a really nice place to live. It's a really mm-hmm. nice place to it live. It is. But as far as, like, Music and networking, that's the part I'm really tugging tugging with right now, and I find myself always back home when it comes to uh, my career. What do you think the problem is in Arizona hip-hop scene? Um, sounds like you sounds like you've got an issue or two with it. What do you think the problem is? Um, if you could cha- snap your fingers and change it tomorrow, what would you change about the Arizona hip-hop music scene? Man, it, it, it coincides with the system. It's the exploitation I don't really... Mm-hmm. Don't really agree with, and I understand and understand sometimes the financial side of things when it comes to putting on certain things, but um, I just it's it's not only that, but it's also just I, I, there's not enough unity out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that. It's a hand. Uh, I'm trying to bring people together, but it's a slow process. Yeah, it's I mean? definitely it's a, slow, a process. slow process. I just, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not. Too, I can't really put my finger on it. Understood. I can't really That's put my good. finger on That's exactly what it is. I don't expect but you to solve it. I was just curious if you had I'm some not ideas. From, yeah, but I'm not from out here, so I couldn't really give you. I'm only three years in. You're five years good, in. We're pretty much newbies. Exactly. I so yeah. I can't really give a detailed answer on that because I'm not really okay. from out here. You know what I'm saying? Are you cool with? Um, I know I know you're facing some charges due to protesting. Is that correct? Yeah. Are you cool with talking about that? Uh, some as much as we can. As, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. You you made it aware on on Facebook that they're they're trying to give you a felony. Yeah, they're for trying protesting. to give me uh, two felonies. Two felonies. I'm facing a felony riot, and I'm fel- and I'm facing a uh, aggravated assault on an officer. Now, the felony riot, let's explain that. That, In my mind, that's probably just we told you to leave and you didn't leave. Or you weren't, you didn't leave fast enough. Is that their case? Is that the deal? I'm trying to understand. It's it for one. It's happening all over the country because of, I know it uh, is. Because of I'm from Richmond. Are you familiar on? with what's been going on in Richmond, Virginia? Uh, with no. The, with the statue, Robert E. Lee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, it hurts my heart as much as I enjoy Arizona. Um, it hurts my heart that I'm not in Richmond because Richmond's been going through it heavy. So yeah, yeah I, I understand and agree. It's been going. going every, it it's heavy, been going man. through it in all the major cities. It's already starting again in New York. It's all across the country. It's getting heavy again. So, um, I'm sorry. I think I stopped you from breaking yeah, down. Yeah, no, those, um, yeah, those, uh, those charges is 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 definitely souped up. You know, no, sure. no, we didn't do anything at the specific protest that they're talking about. We didn't do anything violent at all. And the the actual and it, the actual um, um, the actual initiation was done by the Phoenix Police Department. Sure, they course. initiated everything. You know what I mean? And all we did was, you know, and we're we've been nonviolent since the beginning, as far as uh, mm-hmm. the when George Floyd had got killed and, mm-hmm. and the protests started then. Mm-hmm. So our we have a history of being nonviolent, and we also did so then. And so what they're doing is is they're just trying to create all of these charges to keep us from continuing our protests mm-hmm. and continuing to speak for the people. It's just a workaround. Like a lot of times the state does, they can't, they can't, you know, the law says you can protest, but if you're too busy to fight, fight in a court case or what doing exactly. whatever else, it makes it hard to protest. Exactly. Um, 
we don't need to get too much into that. Uh, I had a, you know, and and definitely charges are trumped up, aggravated assault. The police, yeah, man, know, they're they're I, they're I, you say totally, less. Yes, you can say less. Totally we all just, understand, you know. Yeah, we all understand what's involved in that. And uh, my experience in Arizona is that the laws are pretty tough. They pretty much force you to get. A uh, lawyer or counsel? Do you have counsel in this case? Yeah, I have a lawyer. Okay, so you're good. Do you have any yeah. kind of fund? Is there any way we can help you out? If somebody wants to help yeah, you out, um, help you the, fight this case, you're the, good. Not okay. at the moment, right now. Not at the moment. We're right. just trying to. I just want to know. My wishes are with you. If there's anything we can do, I would I would appreciate. It. I'd like to help you because I um I feel uh, my heart aches for what's happening in the country, and some of us that can't help in certain ways would certainly like to help in other ways. What would be your advice? To someone that, I don't know, they might be a single parent, they might have small children, they can't risk getting locked up or they can't risk protesting. What would you be your advice to them? To educate themselves. Okay. Educate themselves. Okay. Education creates confidence and it creates awareness. Okay. So when you educate yourself, uh, uh, when, you, when you educate yourself, you you put powering in the hands of yourself mm-hmm. and that's what that's what the whole fight is about the fight is giving you an opportunity to fight mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. like an actual opportunity you know like giving you a job where you actually get paid for what you do mm-hmm. but the actual value of your label is you know what i'm saying is is sufficient with your cost of living, you know what I mean? Giving you an actual opportunity, not telling me that I can create a business like Amazon only for Amazon to make sure all the doors are closed sure. for me to never be able to to reach that. that like competing height. with YouTube, right? Or competing with Twitter. Like, come exactly. on, who's, who's really can do that? At this exactly. Point, you know? it's, and it's, it's, just a, it's just a system, you know what I'm saying, that is designed to to keep you where you are. But not only does it do that physically, but it does that mentally. Mm-hmm. And that's why you find so many people killing themselves. You, have, you find so many people pointing that gun at themselves, mm-hmm. when in reality there is an enemy to point that game, gun towards. You know what I'm saying? There mm-hmm. is a problem in a system to point that anger towards. So many people are losing jobs, their 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 houses, their mm-hmm. their apartments, whole their careers, kids, yeah. everything mm-hmm. can't feed their kids, and they create and it creates an insecurity that they're not working hard enough, or they're not good enough to provide for themselves or where or whatever it is they created, mm. and instead. When you educate yourself, it creates a more confidence, at least in I know that the odds are stacked against me. And I know that that is the reason why things are happening like they are around right, me. And right. I could be more aware and I can be less insecure and, and, and about myself and know that there's an enemy that is behind all of this. And it's not me. Mm-hmm. And take some of the weight off your own shoulders. I agree. That's it, a blessing. Exactly. And that's definitely a gem exactly. you just dropped. That's a gem you just dropped. I hope people were listening. Yeah, definitely. Um, it leads me to my next uh, topic of conversation. You've been... You've been pretty honest that you suffer with mental issues. Yes. Would you like to talk about that at all? Is, yeah. that, is that on the table? Yeah, we, we all have mental issues. I agree. We all have My wife would tell I you I have as many as anybody. We all and have it's getting worse, but what is ahead. called systematic mental illness because of the community environment and the oppression mm-hmm. that we've been exposed to. You know what I'm saying? I've been exposed to so much that my mental illness – Happens to be insecurity or or mm. anxiety Speak or on, yeah. and 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 it's and it's and it's crazy because people 
want to separate themselves so bad. You know, like you find somebody say, oh, I have anxiety. And you have another person say, oh, I have panic attacks, too. And it's like, well, nah, you don't have them like mine. You right. They start they start leveling it. Right. Yeah, you right. start leveling it. And, and the reality is, no, no, bro, we all messed up. You know what right. I'm saying? We were all messed up equally. You know what I'm saying? And so my uh, my mental illness is is due to systematic problems. You know what I'm saying? The things that I've been that I've dealt with in my life, you know what I'm saying? It also deals with um my depression comes from my insecurity and because I love people so much, I have a, a really strong uh love for people. I love mm-hmm. to be around people, I love to smoke and chill, educate, but I just love people a lot, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so the absence of those people creates an insecurity. And, you know, and and the whole nine goes on after that, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it's just a whole history of things that I've dealt with in my life that um that I'm I'm learning to to guide and, and control more. Some people, um, you know, the Scientologists, they don't believe in taking any medication. The Christians believe in praying to God for these kind of things. The doctors, of course, want you to run to psychologists, psych- 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 psychiatrists and get uh, medicated. Uh, the pot smokers think you should just smoke a little weed and smoke chill out. Uh, what, where, where do you stand on that spectrum? Where, where, what do you, do you take prescribed medicines? Do you medicate yourself? Do you think that, um, you know, some people believe eating right and exercise does a lot of good for it. Where do, where, where do you sit on that spectrum? Um, it's really, it's really to each his own. Like you really have to, each person has to really find that that thing but the the main thing is examining yourself like that is the main thing that i do for me is i examine myself on a consistent basis i'm honest with myself why is it that i'm lying to this person why am i procrastinating about this mm. why are me why am i depressing about this why is it that i said that to that person i examine myself to a t so that I understand who I am and I learn to love who I am. You know what I'm wow, saying? That's one a thing, jewel. That's one a jewel thing right is there. I'm always working on trying to love me more. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. there yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, I'm always working towards that. And so my advice to people is to just, you know what I'm saying, examine yourself and to really just gain as much mental control as you can. Mm-hmm. Mental control. My, I always tell people peace and love, but the real, the real deal about that is I really mean that. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like life is all about finding peace within and love for all. That's that's my motto to life, and that's why I'm always saying peace and love. Because if you can find peace within, I don't need no money. I don't need no this. I don't need that. I don't need no body. I don't need none of that for me to just chill and be content with where I am and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So soulful, so metaphysical. How does a person with that outlook exist in this hyper-masculine, hyper-competitive hip-hop world? Uh, is it, can you be peace and love in this hip-hop world and compete or and uh, you know make it to whatever level we're supposed to be ascribing to make it from? And my, I hope so. I hope you can. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Is it does, uh, does maintaining your inner peace, does that hurt? your journey in hip hop trying to get somewhere in hip hop um is it is one worth the other is it worth losing your inner peace to get somewhere in hip hop i guess no never no. never never i think never, a lot of people never, do though do would you agree a lot of people do risk their inner peace tr- to be famous 
No, I I think people are just legitimately ignorant. I just think that they okay. just legitimately just do not know. They don't have it to begin with. They don't have it to begin right. with. You know what I'm saying? Because most most people, if not all people, when they're given that knowledge and that understanding, they usually take that knowledge and understanding and they do something with it and they mm-hmm. evolve and they you know they they change. You know what I'm saying? Like I I highly doubt you'll find Uncle Luke doing another booty shaking song. Or you find true. certain yeah, artists or certain people here. doing certain things that they would have did when they were younger. You know, people are always evolving. You it's know what true. I mean? And they're just making music for their time, where they at in life, what they're doing, what they know, what they want to talk about. You know what I mean? And that's you know, but but finding peace is always a is always a, a priority. That should always be a priority yeah. for people. Yeah. And maybe that's like one of the first things you should get an understanding. Like you know, sure. when I, before I get a step into this, I need to make sure that I find peace with within myself. Yeah. Who is your? Uh, I think that's incredibly important. I unfortunately didn't learn to get peace in myself until I was a much older man. So yeah. I'm glad that you got a handle on that and helping other people work through that. Uh, who is your getting back to some hip hop shit? Uh, other than yourself, who would be your favorite uh, Arizona or Phoenix hip hop artist? Oh, who do you like? We try to spread it's love. A, we try to give some flowers. It's a few of. It's them. a lot of guys out it's there. You can give me. A, you can give me a couple if you want to give equal treatment I to a couple. Definitely got to give a shout out to my boy Bank Mills. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I give got to give a shout out, and this is. This is just straight up love, whether I agree or not. I know it's award season. This is not a nomination of any kind. This is no award. This is just an artist showing love to his fellow artists. And this is, you know what I'm saying, just, you know what I'm saying? So I have Bank Mills. Um, I would say Delhi. Delhi every day. He be doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who else? It's so many, man. Um, LRTK. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple the, records. Just the Empress, I would say. Sure, sure. She's Very dope. Um, man, that's a lot of love. That's good. You do don't have to run on who. Yeah, who sucks? Back. Who don't you like? <laughs> who don't oh, I like? Who don't you like? Oh, man, there's. Or who I should? <laughs> I don't like to say this, but I'll let you say it. Who should stop? Oh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I, I don't do tell that. anybody there's to a, stop. I was trying to trick you into of... that. I don't tell anybody to stop <laughs> because you know I've heard some very terrible people become much better. So I, I hold yeah, faith. There's that... a lot of artists that's out there. Really, just whether you just doing it just to do it. It's just sure having a but having an understanding is really important though. It's really important because of what your I, what your goal is. You mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. like it's like I like you know it's 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 it's, it's all fun and games. But when you're talking about hip-hop like legitimately like you really want to talk about hip-hop that's when it becomes a different story where it's like you know feelings have to get hurt and yeah. you know what i'm yeah. saying i and, guess that's what i was alluding to earlier with to draw, the, get drawn with the peace and love attitude in hip-hop i think that's what i was referring to because it is a competitive sport you know and and sooner or later you know, you gotta in your heart. You gotta think, improve, show, improve that you're the best. You gotta feel that way. You it's know? always gonna be that competition. Some people like LeBron. Some people like Jordan. Some people like Kobe. Some people feel like such and such is best because of this, because of certain rings. It's the same thing with music. You know, mm-hmm. because of certain albums, or how many platinum records you got, how many singles, platinum singles you have. Like just certain, it's just spread out. Right, like, numbers. It's just, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's really just to to each his own. But the ultimate thing of hip-hop that people have to understand 
is what hip hop does. Whether whether you're rapping, whether you're spray painting on the wall, whether you break dancing, whatever it is that you're doing from the roots of hip hop, hip hop is all about love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And expressing that love. And, and I agree. And, and, and sometimes that gets lost in it, but I agree, especially with the money lost. making and everything. But yeah, I agree. That's that's where my heart. It's is all at. a part of it. I don't care if you YG. I don't care what kind of music you making. You know what I'm saying? It's all a part of. It's all a part of this story mm-hmm. that's being told. You know what I'm saying? But your your production um, from Draws to Socks to I Am Legend and you know it's it's all good, but it is very varied. Do you use certain producers? Do you use different producers? Uh, what, where, where does your production come from? Right now, I have a specific uh, a specific uh, couple of producers. Um, two, his name is uh, MVM, uh, where I call his name is Man Roy. And his partner, which is AO. Okay. And they basically, they're a collab of producers that do beats. They pretty they much just, handle all your production they're really, right now. They're really good at, at producing beats. Sometimes I get beats from, from certain producers if it's, but I have a, I, I go through beats like a lot. Like I can right. have like a ton of beats and, and like a photo, like, fo- like a photo shoot, end up using three, like right. out, of, out of a billion beats. You Understood. Know what just whatever hits you in the moment. Is it- and then, and then a year later, I end up using a beat that I would have never used. You know what I'm saying? Just because, because you changed. Exactly. You, right. You changed changed do you uh when you hear the when you hear certain beats does it help you write the songs um it changes it differs you know what i'm saying sometimes the beat influences me sometimes uh a concept or idea influences me and i just need to put that on the beat it just it just depends on uh it really it really varies and depends because i i do music in so many different ways so many different uh just different ways I do music. Mm-hmm. I think that comes across. It's something. It's not something as a listener you can put your finger on, but I think the effect is there. Like exactly. you can't really. No, I don't think anyone would guess. That's why they're getting that feeling. Is what mm-hmm. I mean to say. But but by you doing your music in varied ways, I think that subliminally comes across in the music, and it gives it a. You know, like I said, you have a lot of different sounds, a lot of different music, and and. Um, and it's all authentic. It doesn't sound like you're stretching or reaching to be something that you're not in any of the songs. Thanks. So, and uh, maybe that becomes, maybe that's from your beat, you know, your beat selection, you really feeling it at the time, and, and that all comes together very well. Definitely. Is there a Phoenix artist that we are unaware of that we should know about? Is there somebody you feel like is uncredited or is on the come up that we don't know about? Uh, uh, you definitely need to hear Swayze. He's... Swayze? He's finna be on. Okay, the come well there you up. go. He, and he, I'm lucky enough to have him right here in the yeah, studio he with right us. Here with, with I'm your glad boy. to meet you on the first floor, Swayze. So as you know, as you as you start ascending, we can have you back in and interview you as well. You know, yeah, I all right, that's that. cool, no doubt. Swayze, he's he he comes from base. Like I said, he comes from the same where I come from. Okay, and he established his own his own entity. He got his own okay his own stuff. You know, his own fan base, his own uh, that's uh good. style of music yeah that's good. He, that's he, good. he works hard what he does as well that's good uh, do, do you some of them some of, i don't know if anything's a conspiracy theory to you some of it you're kind of living do you believe in in any what people would call conspiracy theories i think very much how the yeah. state moves is not conspiracy at this point i think we can all see and agree how the state's moving but yeah i don't know you have aliens flat earth uh there's various theories out it's there all, do, you, do you pay attention inter- to any of that uh I keep I stay aware of it. I mean, it's all entertaining, but I, I just 
I don't really dwell on it, I guess mm-hmm. you can say. I don't dwell on certain things. I believe that there are ex- conspiracies in certain things, but I don't dwell on anything that I don't have really control of. Right, it's smart. I'm not about to um, dwell on the Tupac case if I'm not going to just become a detective. Like, if I'm, if I'm right. going to dwell on that. If you that, can't affect it, why dwell on it? Right? Why dwell yeah, on it? You know what I'm saying? It's, smart. It's, it's okay to stay aware about it and, and maybe discuss and talk about it. But when you when you dwell in and you, you, you focused on just conversing about it and You know, we use a lot of medicine. YouTube. Sometimes we dwell on stuff too long. So it's good advice to not dwell on things. Exactly. You know? Not dwell on anything. Go dwell on right? something. Yeah, go, 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 go learn something else. All right. Um... A couple quick questions, and then we'll get back into some more serious stuff. When sure. you do, you, if you do, you grill out. If you grill out, do you use charcoal or gas? Man, I don't grill. Or if you don't grill out, don't I worry don't, about it. I don't. Uh, grill. Is there any, Is there anything don't you don't out. eat? I don't eat a lot of stuff, man. I'm a really picky person. Oh, you're a picky eater. Yeah. Okay. Is it by category or is it just individual, uh, like fuck hot dogs? Or is it like I don't. It's individual. It's individual. Okay. Give us three things. It'll be the hot dog, but it'll be the stuff on the hot dog I won't eat. Give us three things you definitely will not, will never eat. I ain't eating no chitlins. Oh, God bless you. I'm from the South and I can't do it. (laughs) We're going. Never eat chitlins. No matter how much it's washed, you're supposed to soak them three times. No matter how much it's in the same house as chitlins. Nah, it's, it's not good. Um, no chitlins. Everybody understands and agrees with that. That's not even picky. I think we all agree. And I should be eating it, but I hate tomatoes. I don't okay. like tomatoes. Don't like tomatoes. Do you eat sauce and ketchup, or is it just raw tomatoes that you don't like? It's just raw tomatoes. I yeah. like, I've I like heard ketchup. that from more people. Yeah, I've I heard like that ketchup, from before. But the tomatoes, I don't all right. Like no tomatoes. tomatoes. I think you can supplement something else for the tomato. Uh, no yeah. tomatoes, no chitlins. Give us a third one. What's another one I don't like, man? There's so much stuff I don't like. It's ridiculous. Um, I will move on. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, what does when you when I say these words, and you know this might be a tough subject, a sensitive subject. I don't know. When I say the words "respect the underground," what does that mean to you? Respect the underground. Mm-hmm. The word "respect the underground" would mean would mean basically it's, it's really self explanatory. <laughs> Right. We okay. We underground right. artists. So you right. On a general level, that's how people usually address this situation. On a general level, the words respect the underground. Yes. The company respect the underground. What does that mean to you? The company respect the underground. That is a, a, a sticky top, topic. A sticky I, I've heard there was a diss track. Yeah, there was a diss track. Well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm three years in. I'm in. I'm partnered with this company, but they yeah. have, they have given me the the carte blanche to invite in anybody and talk to anybody oh, I want to, except for oh, one. Oh no, it's it's all love. So now. and you know, it's, and it was, it was never it's never it was been brought like to it was brought to my like attention that. that that there was a diss track, and so you know that's the juicy kind of stuff I like to talk about. <laughs> Definitely. So what? And I'm curious because, like I said, I'm only three years in, and uh, I'm affiliated with this company, but I'm my own individual, and I like to eat. I like to hash it out i like to chop it up at this point of course there's no issues there's it's not hot anymore what caused it's never been hot right right well what what was your what was your i like to talk about it though what was what was the feelings what 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 made you create a diss track against rtu what what was your what was your beef what were your thoughts it was what i was talking about earlier the exploitation I feel like revolving around I shows feel, and artists I, paying to play and that kind of thing. Play, sure, that that sure. whole thing, I just do not agree with that at all. I feel right. like there's just like the system that we we you know you got to find if if, it, if it's exploiting or it's oppressing someone, you got to you got to you got to scrap it. and You got to figure it out. Right, you gotta, right. you know if it's not if it's not popular that way, you got to find a way to make make that popular. If it if it includes 
um, exploiting. I mean, I understand the the system that we live in and everything, but I just I just feel like there's still a better way of. I've been at I mean I've been at events where I think there's been like twenty plus artists performing. You know sure. what I'm saying? And it's just sure. one of those things where like. You're just performing in front of artists, you know what I mean? And sure. you're paying, you sure. know, a, 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 a heavy little price, you know what I'm saying? For a lot of people, it's a lot of money, even whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Do you or feel like, uh, before you came in, we had Tony Styles and Unique. And mm-hmm. Unique has been rapping for a while, but Tony Styles honestly just got started a year or two ago. He's a newer artist. Um, definitely not somebody that's been, you know, making songs for the majority of their life mm-hmm. like you. Mm-hmm. Definitely at a different point in their artistic journey. Do you think some people, do you think there is a level of artists that should have to pay to perform? Or do you think carte yeah. blanche, no artist should have to pay to perform? No, I believe, I believe you should. You should so it's all, a, it's all a pay. negotiation depending on where the artist is in their career. Maybe uh, it's, 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 I think it becomes a thing of where it's more about the profit or is it, or is it I guess people. I guess what I'm picking up from you is it is it it's not the pay to play necessarily it's the process the process and I the, and the, I and I know for a fact the process And when you say exploitive and you, what you described the 20 artists on one bill I understand it seems like the promoter is trying to make uh, money off of artists performing as opposed to promoting a live show. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a good show that's 75, 80% sold or sold out, there's money to be made. Yeah. Right? So, exactly. uh, and I agree with you. I think sometimes promoters do take shortcuts uh, by booking a big, you know, a big bill, you know, yeah. a big bill. But and here's, I, the, here's the difference with, with respect to underground. It's not ill intentioned you know mm. what i'm saying that's mm. the diff that's why it's okay. not that's why it was never like a hot issue you know what i'm saying it was just uh well, was it a diss like, track or were you just kind of speaking your mind on the subject oh man you have no idea how i'll many have to go back and check I it out i have so many diss tracks it's ridiculous against respect the underground or no, people in general just people in general I so have you you have so a beef with something tracks. you write a diss track i like that i need it's to go can that, i have a, i just express myself can i have a, a playlist of just your diss tracks also, <laughs> I don't like to listen to that. It also involves with because I'm also a genius marketer as well, mm-hmm. and so whenever I feel like there's an opportunity to capitalize or taking advantage of an actual moment or something that could bring some type of popularity, mm-hmm. I capitalize on that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? because that's Sometimes, the way of today, right? That's and what and what it is is I take advantage of the actual moments that are given to me. You know what I'm saying? So like. For instance, I did a diss track to a, a Long Beach rapper. For uh, his name was Tay F Third, and um, he had uh, he basically took my feature money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ran off with it. Ran off with my feature money. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of those things where it's like, like it wasn't like, oh, I, I'm gonna diss Tay F Third before that situation happened. It was like, ah, oh, okay. So he took my money. So how can I capitalize off of him taking my money? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, get it. Like, no, like, and that's I, the way I, to I think wanna, these days. I didn't I mean, want to just dysfunct flex just for nothing. It was like, oh, oh, he's he's dissing Tupac. Okay, how can I capitalize off of him dissing Tupac? How can I capitalize off of the way I feel? And, you mean give you and, an old and, man and, lazy and, and moment? put it into my actual craft. My old man lazy moment is the first... Uh, the first debate, I was sitting watching it with my family because they're voters and they wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it occurred to me. I said, man, this the start of it. This is reminding me of a, of a battle rap. Yeah. And my I said, somebody's going to make a meme about this. Yeah. And my stepson, Justice, God bless his soul. He said, why don't you do it? And I was lazy. I was high. It was nighttime. I'm getting ready to go to sleep. I don't feel like making a meme right now. But I wake up in the morning, and God bless them, somebody took the 8-mile uh, audio and added it to the, their video and made a meme that shook the world. Now, millions of us had that idea at the yeah. time, but one person, ex- probably a few people executed the idea, yeah. but one person executed it correctly, and that was the one meme that everybody saw. Yeah. So much so that the fucking politicians have hired battle rappers now right. to help them. Uh, which is, you know, hey, I'm going to be honest. You can call me an asshole all day long. In my long life, I've never voted. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got my reasons. We don't need to get into them here. Uh, not because I'm a felon. It's mm-hmm. been my choice as a dissenter, which uh, right. no one righteous, no one righteous. believes. No one believes that, especially nowadays, it's such a hot topic. No one believes that you can be an honest dissenter. You know, but um, the, the, the you politi- said an honest what? Dissenter. Meaning I, I don't agree, like when someone dissents from war, I don't agree with this war, so I'm not going to go fight in it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with their political process, so I don't involve myself in it. That, I believe it's dirty. I believe it's underhanded. I believe, why should I vote for a system I believe, that's corrupt, period? Like, no matter be, how you right, put it, like right. any vote is just going to... Right. They, they've done away with the third party. They won't give us a third or a fourth or fifth option. There's never been... A, I worked labor my whole life. There's never been a labor party. There's never been anybody right, that represented right. me. When I lived in Virginia, Virginia was not a swing state for the first uh, for the first 20 years I was a voter. Virginia went Republican every year, a lot like Arizona used to be. Arizona is starting to become somewhat of a swing state, hopefully. But I I hope for the process. I look at it as an outsider. But I got to be honest, maybe, you know, if someone wants to down me for not being a citizen and doing my citizenly duty, I will I will wear that. I'll understand that. (laughs) Or if some if a person of color says swerve, that's your white privilege that you don't have to vote or you Mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to vote. I might agree with you there, too. I might have to wear that as well. Mm -hmm. But that's just my story. I I don't. you know the the way the the way both the way one side definitely tries to trick people out of their vote. I feel like if they want me to honor the vote as something respectable, then they need to clean that up. If it's just gonna be a bunch of game of tomfoolery where they decide who they want anyway, I would rather just not play in it. But that's not a popular message. I think people should vote. I think especially locally, you should vote. I think they does a great deal locally. You know. Up to the federal elections, lesser two evils, all that. That's you got to vote your conscience. You got to vote your heart. But I was raised. Uh, I was raised in the Baptist church that I wasn't a part of this world, and that's kind of the way I feel about things. And especially, you know, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. You know, I'm getting way too into my personal opinion on voting. Let's get back right. to feeling. You know, <laughs> right? But uh, no, anyway, I understand. I, I but totally. It's deep. It's deep. And I, you know, I real. I understand if people don't understand. Uh, it's just the way I feel in my heart. And uh, one day, if we figure out this was all a joke, I would feel good saying I never participated in it. You know, yeah. but anyway, do you have management as a rapper in today's world? Do you have management? Do you feel like you should or need to have management? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I don't have a manager. So far, you haven't. No, I don't have a manager at the moment. I've okay. had. I've had dozens of managers. Okay. But um, I feel like a lot of times artists feel like it's a step and a good thing to have if they don't. Yeah, go ahead. Sit on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sit on in. 
We kind of skipped over the diss track. Was there a response from to the diss no, track? No, no, let's, let's have a conversation. Let's get in camera. Uh, okay. All right. Wait. You good? Uh, can you see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, the boss has stepped in. I don't know if we, we are. Uh, I had no intention of coming in, but I can't help myself. Okay. I just overstand. Um, overstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to, because I've never actually heard the song. And I didn't okay. even know it existed until uh, he got involved in the politics with the BLM movement and all that. I don't know how it popped up. But uh, for some reason, I found it. CIA. Yeah, the feds. I think, yeah, and I the think feds. it was probably like uh, over, I think. It was, it was like two, two years, years old. Yeah. 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 yeah, I saw it on YouTube. It had like yeah. 37 views. So it was really popular. Good song. <laughs> Did a lot for your career. Um, just curious to what inspired it. Uh, he spoke exactly, on it. He exactly spoke what, on it. If exactly you want me, what it is, yeah. I felt like a lot of the artists, and including myself, as far as being a part of those 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 cons, those actual events and everything, I just felt like it was. And again, I said it wasn't ill intended, but at still, it was exploitation at the same time, where it's like a point of trying to make money. And then at the same time, eat the cake and have the cake and eat it too type of situation where it's like, how can we how can we give artists a platform? But then how can we make money? And then I felt like it was more of a, how can we make more money on a, in a sense of having over 20 plus artists performing at one night. On and then stages. all of those artists uh, at first, it, it, at first, because you guys started to clean it up and it, it became more. You know what I'm saying? Having a this night is for this specifically, so on and so forth. And then y'all had it started having like the breakdowns as far as for the concert, concerts. So, but, but back to you, you felt that it was exploitation. Like yeah, you were I felt exploiting like artists. Was, I felt like, yeah, I felt like. So, do you like exploit. the fact that we spin your music and interview you in the station? Is that, you think that's a blessing to artists? Yeah, okay. I believe that's a blessing. So, in order to afford a nonprofit, radio station that's 100% independent, we have to generate a profit somewhere. Indeed. So our events, we generate a profit which feed families, security guards, bartenders, venue owners, booking agents, DJs, graphic design artists. Should I, be playing, should I be playing the ether beat right now? I feel like this is the rebuttal to the diss song right now. Oh, we can have a conversation. Skank, skank, skank. This is a very articulate, intelligent gentleman. He is. So our, so One of the most inju- intelligent real, men I've spoken to. A real conversation is, is, I think, justified. I think it's great. Definitely. Because everybody in this room is well-spoken. So let's have a conversation. Definitely. I've always wanted to talk with you about it. Just Definitely. never had the opportunity. I, and I appreciate it. No, just you got on a roll. It sounded like the ether beat should be playing right there. You know how they've been putting I that mean, under people's speeches Drop right that shit. Yeah, Drop that shit. But, um, no, but I don't I, know if this is quite ether because he's going to walk out with no. Nah, he was on he his was belly. very clear that it was ash on his belly. God, that nod shit was so hard. He was very clear that maybe it wasn't ill intended, and he mentioned that that, that you know well, it's, I, it's I something that, that kind of just that happens maybe I once think you get that to going. Saying that a diss track is not ill intended. No, 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 no. Is, um, no, 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 no. no. I'm he was speaking about how the business was being run that it wasn't yeah, ill intended. Is so not was the diss track ill intended? No, it was just me expressing how I felt about the situation. Oh, that, man, it wasn't you gotta those... go for the throat. Like, have you, why drop a diss? Have you heard the not... diss track? No, no, I'd love to. Yeah, if you heard the diss track, you would know. No, nah, don't like, play it. I'll listen. It to wasn't it. like a diss track, like, oh fuck, justice. He's a bitch, or I'm gonna go do this, that, and the third. Did you mention it's anybody so personally in the track? Just because we haven't what heard. What do you it. reference? It was, like, what do you? It's more about respect really underground. In general, it's really just in general. The the that actual concept of exploitation. You ever been to a free rap concert? Yeah. 
into all of them, damn near. The sound necessities are. And I know where I know where you're getting at as far as the event and everything has to be paid for. But what I'm saying is, when it's at the cost of an of an artist, how is it at the cost if the commission on a ticket is a ninety ten split, ninety the artist way? And all of that sounds good with the ticket you know sales and everything paid, like you know that. How much but I used the, to get paid for a ticket? I used to get two dollars a ticket. And I completely to under, perform on the same underground independent platform at a ten dollar ticket, I was gifted a two dollar commission. I might make a hundred dollars if I was lucky. I made money. Yeah, sure. You made money I with those. I made those, money off tickets. No, I'm saying even I'm even even in general with the pay to play. Oh, we have it's not pay to play. We give you. T- you have we give to you- sell tickets, and it's a, a commitment. But we if, all gonna pull exactly away, if you, you kill. but if you sell the t- if you so if you don't sell the tickets, can you still play? I've never turned anyone down. I've talked but to what I, I'm but what I'm but what the I'm only people is, that don't perform is but the this ones is who what, don't have the nuts to come in and okay, communicate so with me. Maybe in certain instances you say you don't have the money, you can certain still perform. instances. There was never not an instant. But what I but this, but this no one's ever been denied my stage because of lack of ticket sales. You're gonna have to go on early. You're gonna have to open the night. That's the way it goes. You're going to pull your weight because whoever sold the most tickets is probably headlining. That way they get the sweet spot because that's the reward for work, for hard work. Now, how, how, how does, how does, do, are there any, um, how can I say, are there any, what is that? Me and Swayze would go smoke. <laughs> are no, there ever, no, y'all are good. It's a good discussion. Are Carry there on, ever Carry any on. auditions for these, for these venues or is it if you got the money? You can you can perform. No. Um, so so now there's, there's so there's, there's no quality control. There's 100 percent quality control. I determine the headliners and the. Openers. So this is what I mean. If I am on a if I you maybe you haven't even heard my music no, and I, I just come up. To no, I'm saying I'm just a random Joe Schmo in a, in a situation, I, not in a personally, situation, but you're just in a random. I just situation. come up to you and say, I got the money. I just sold the tickets. Can I get on your stage? So are you, are you gonna, gonna let me, me on de- your stage? You're gonna tell me to deny a hungry artist that just wants an opportunity? You're gonna tell me, nah, man, fuck off! I ain't heard your music. What I'm saying is, is you're. What not- am I supposed to say to that? So someone comes to you and says, I want an opportunity to perform. There still should I sold be, all my tickets. but there still should. You gonna be. tell that man no? Yes. If there's not okay. a, if there's not nah. a, if there's not a sense of quality with your music, his if, if there's not an actual level of quality, it's going to mess up the quality of my whole show because I have to sit here and I have to listen to 15, 20 minutes of this whack artist whose production isn't even good. I'm not finna sit here and, so, stay, and now so I got now, now I have so to wait. Now I have to wait for another artist on top of that. It's not even a matter of taste. It's a matter of it is there a matter is of a level. You don't like of his quality, music, so that means le- he can't perform. Is that your call? Indeed. No, I don't judge a man based off taste. Because to be honest, I don't like your music, but I still work with you and we still play it on the station. Right. But it's a matter of taste because I set my taste aside for character. Okay, and that's and fine. That's fine. So Sonic industry. Maybe, quality, maybe, maybe, maybe that might work for six artists. But you have 10, 15, 20, 25 plus artists at one venue. Um, what, what stage You're are you having, referring to? 25 artists. I've, I've, we have I've two seen, stages seen, that run side I by side. When I first moved out here, the most that acts was we the, have. Hold on, I'm breaking down the science to you. We have two stages, and the most acts we have on a night. We're not. That's 20. Ha, have you, have, have you done more than that venue? Have you, are we talking before two years ago? Because you're 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 bringing up a situation no, we've had that's two, stages two since years old. I haven't spoken of this situation, so and we I don't know how long. Oh no, we here, and that's talk. what I'm trying to get you to understand. I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to figure out 
what exactly is it that you're speaking about? Are you speaking about before two years ago? Because I've been at, I've performed at events oh, so you where say there were more than improved? 15 artists. That's what, did I not say that in the beginning? Did yeah. I not say that was two years ago? The song and is I two years ago, right. Two years ago, and I also said, and, he hadn't, he hadn't and I anything also about said it, so. that they improved with the way they organize and sure. the way they do their things sure. now. Sure. Takes, on you specific gotta, you gotta days, on certain. No, no, that's what I, he's he's giving he's credit that you guys evolved. That's why the situation is a two year old situation. Oh, I know. I just you take, can't you I can't just take, take the it, word exploitation in my company very personal because I've never exploited anybody. Except and a lot of people will take a lot of things personal, but some even though it's personal, it's it's not intentional. Just because it's not intentional. Can I can I can I just ask one thing to to If um if I say hey. If I say, hey, this piece of paper is $500 and someone buys it for $500, I didn't force them to. I didn't I didn't I didn't put a gun to their head. I didn't I didn't lie to them about the piece of paper. I showed it to them. I said, this piece of paper is $500 and they choose to buy it. Is that person being exploited or are they making their free will decision to use their money how they see fit, whether it's wise in your eyes or not? Is that what, what does that piece of paper do, though? That, it doesn't matter. Doesn't do nothing. It does. It does matter. It does matter because if that piece of paper is bread, and you're telling and you're telling me that that's what no, I need not, in no, order to get food. that. No, and it's, it's not the food. only, but it's it, not, it does matter. It's though. not. It's that not. A, it's not. Though. This is not a survival issue. These rappers buying to be on a stage is not a survival issue. They, they do, don't buy anything. How, we don't even, allow pay to play. It no, might not be a survival like issue, but they love what they do. Some people and for you to make me, and it's not even that you're making me. Okay, okay, you. Okay, does now does, if I offer it, I offer the on. piece of paper. I offer it. I'm Is not, slavery a choice? Oh man, get fuck out of here! Don't take that up. We're not there. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I mean, though. But that's what. But that's. I think that's taking my example a little far. That's exactly what I mean. There's a masses. There's a masses of people that you can say. Oh, you could just. Say fuck the government, right? Can't y'all can't y'all just walk out? Can I make a can I make a point? Can I make a point? RTU RTU is not YouTube. Why can't every artist just do their own show? If they don't like how RTU is doing it, go do your own show. Again, are we speaking from two years ago? Are we speaking in an instance of today? I'm talking about right now. But yes, I'm referencing a track you did two years ago. So I have one question: Would you gamble one hundred fifty thousand dollars on Arizona hip hop to win every year and lose? Would you do that? I'm not understanding the question. Would you gamble on Arizona hip hop? Would you put a hundred rats on Arizona hip hop? No, no, no. no. Okay. I'm not from here. I gamble on Arizona hip hop every time we host an event. That's great. That's 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 dope. And we win. We always win. I completely understand. So that. I just wanted to reference that. I just wanted to address it. That's I apologize cool. to interrupt the interview. No, it's all good. Just to you clear know, the air, he admitted it. By respect the underground. Sure, sure. Me? sure. All, all right, we're good. It's all good. <laughs> A show of uh, delegation, at, at the, at, to say the least, uh, from uh, the CEO. Well, um, there's that. Uh, Fila. Fila. Sorry for the name. I'm still having trouble with it. Uh, you good over there? You good? We yeah, good? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. We're good. good. Uh, of course, people take things personally. I wish I had listened to the diss track before I came in today. I have it on my phone, but it's two years old. So it's old business. It's old and, business. Uh, it's old business. And I heard your positive points. Don't worry. You know, and if we, you know, in the replay, everybody will hear what you said. So oh, it's, it's overstood. It's overstood. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. love. It's, it's all, all good. love at the end of the day. Um, uh, I was just trying to get to the point of uh, if you, my whole point was that if you offer something, someone chooses to buy it. However, my that one other question, do you see a difference in pay to play 
and selling tickets to perform? Do you see a difference in those two operations? Because some people do. I've, I have friends that promote and tour on the East Coast. They're very much against pay to play, but they believe selling tickets to be on a show is okay. Mm-hmm. So do you agree that there's a difference in those two, or do you think that's basically the same thing? No, it's it's... It's, it's about the same thing. It's about the same thing. I mean, I'm glad you got to that. I've had, I've had some artists, especially in Arizona, and I want to just reference this, this to say, in Richmond, where I'm from, it's a very small market. It's a very. It might be at the most, it might be two or three hundred rappers, and we all know each other. Most of us have been doing it for ten years or longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the new guys come in, they get affiliated real quick, and so every. Here in Phoenix, it's very different. People come and go. People move. People leave. People. A lot of people are moving here all the time. There's always a lot of a lot of fresh rappers. Um, I've had some people that have come here say, "Hey, I just moved here. I don't know anybody. I I can't. I have a hard time selling tickets. I'd rather just give you the two three hundred dollars." Right. What do you say to What do you say to the rapper that says that? What do you say? To I've them? done that. Because you, you have, or it's just easier. I don't want to. I've got. I'm recording. I've got this other shit I want to do. I'd rather just give you the money and give the tickets away or whatever. Uh, It's it's not only that, but a lot of the artists, they are, they have an expectation already. So it's like I'm just going, just going to pay this off. I already did the. the, I get. So in your mindset, they they've already given up on it being different. So they just accept. I I didn't had aunties, cousins, sisters, friends buy tickets and not show up. Right. You know what I'm saying? I made the money, of right. course. Right. Right. Money's being made, right. but that's Well, that that's happens with a lot point. of people that you want to support saying? but they don't want to go to the gig. That happens it's, a lot too. It's hard. It's hard. It's a it's a it's a, that's why it's one of those things you have to research and try to figure out because it's hard to you know what I'm saying, especially with upcoming artists, it's really hard to make money and then create a quality um platform. For 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 artists and musicians, Gee, I, I've got I've got to wind this up, and I don't want to leave on a bad note. I thank you so much for coming in, but I have I have a couple more questions. Do you think it's um? Do you think it's an artist's responsibility to know where they're at in their career? Because we've clearly said some artists should be paying to play in one way or the other because mm-hmm. they're new, they're learning, yeah. they're going to get something from that experience. Exactly. Some people are established; they bring they have fans, they bring a crowd. They should definitely not have to pay. How is it? Uh, how is it as an artist to know where you're at in that in that in that spectrum? You know, like how do you? Because I think that's the problem. Artists on either like Yog Westwood, mm-hmm. uh, five time award winning hip hop artist, uh, 10, 15 year career, ten year career. You know. No one's going to ask him to pay for an, an interview or a show. No one's going to ask him to do certain things because everybody establishes his career. Everybody right. understands his established career is what right. I meant to say. Uh, Tony Styles, he's only been rapping two years, you know. Uh, in my mind, they shouldn't be treated the same. Does that make sense to you? Does that seem fair to you that if someone is put into work? Now, I know, and I know that's a tricky question for you it's because a, you believe love a, should be universal, but... Um, no, well, I mean that's the universal thing is is at the basketball court at the at the you know at the park. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. When you're talking about NBA and competition, though, yeah, yeah. When you're talking real deal lyricism, you know what I'm saying? You're talking. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, we have examples. We have. If you're proving yourself, know, or if you're yet to prove yourself, I feel like you should be treated a little different. It's hard know? to answer because you can create a perception 
at any span of time. You can create a sure. perception within a week or so just based on what pictures or videos you post. And bam, you're, you know what I'm saying, you, you're somebody and you ain't rapped for a week. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's a little hard to really answer that question because it's really to each his own and, and where your humility is individually as a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not finna just charge nobody five, six hundred dollars for a feature. Like, I'm, cause like me, me, you know what I'm saying? Where I am in my music, I just feel like I'm not there. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might have You a seem blue- very honest about it. That's what I, and that's what I ask on artists to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you which have to be. Man. I think it's hard for some people. You, you got to examine yourself on a daily basis. And, and that's the only way you'll move forward and evolve in, in life. You know what I'm saying? I put in Filet Disc, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and a lot and and artists and names as big or bigger Other than respect the underground. Yeah, there's well a too. there's a lot of people that. What? Uh, let's end it off on a fun note. Um, sure. Who who's dis who dissed you back that you enjoyed the most? Because I, I, I come from a battle rap world. I like the give and take. I li- I enjoy the give and take. If it's not going to end up in shots and everything, so who's. <laughs> Who, who dissed you that you... Obviously, you enjoyed it a lot, whoever it was. So let's give him a shout-out. Who, who dissed you that you really this enjoyed it? be a funny shout-out right here. I think we hit the... I think we hit the right one. We hit the right question. All right. All let's right, end on this note. So who is it? My favorite diss that dissed me. There's two. There's two. There's uh, a dude that grew up. He's in the uh, military now. He, uh, okay. His name is T-Shep. Okay. He had a he had a pretty he had a because I want to look him, I'm gonna look him up later. And, T- let, me, and let me tell T-Shep? you, T-Shep. And let me tell you, a lot of people have attempted, but the people that I'm about the two I'm about to name, they're the only ones that was like, okay, that was that was pretty. It was dope, dope a little bit. Okay, dope, all right, yeah. I I'm I'm I. People have tried to diss me, and it's just horrible. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it would be T Shep, and then this guy sitting right here next to me. <laughs> Swayze, no. No, that's where the laugh came from. Y'all yep, went at it. Yep. You dissed him and you dissed him back. Yep, yep. Was yep. this on some friendly like you small ate the peanut butter stuff, shit? Man, this is just some small tail stuff. Oh, okay. Man, was this back in Palmdale? Just, just a disagreement we had, and then we put it. You in took our it to music. wax. Yep, put it in our music. Hey, well, respect to that. It yeah, looks like man. y'all recovered and everything. Uh, it's man, all it's good. It's just man. music, bro. It's just yeah, music. I know. As long as you can learn, well, you know, I'm hoping from certain things and be mature about certain things. As well, I hope you know we can put this respect to underground relationship back together. It was always. Not, it's all good, and you were I've, very, you were very clear. Look, your I issues. Been in, I didn't been in Jess's uh, inbox recently, probably right. in the past like year or so, just to kind of see. Just to sum up, you were clear that your problem was from two years ago, and you feel that they have evolved some since. Oh yeah, I so feel like you know, and uh, to be clear on his side, words were said he wanted to speak on and address address directly, and he got that off, and we had a moment here on the mission, so. Uh, thanks to everybody involved with that. But, yes, hey, man, I can't say thank you enough. As he Definitely. said, he said it in an argumentative uh, fashion. But I agree. You are very articulate. One of the most intelligent people I've had to the mission. Uh, I could talk for another hour with you, but unfortunately yeah. it's time for us to go. Definitely. I have been playing. We'll continue to play your music. I appreciate um, that. The, and I appreciate Respect Underground the, for playing it The as clips well. will drop. Uh, well, I think when they said they play it, I think they meant me. But I don't know. We'll see. Probably. I, I'll, I'll, I'll get probably. it. I'll, try I mean, to, I'll talk to John Blaze been, and get I it. I didn't been spinned around. I'm sure. I'm sure. Around. I'm just making jokes. I'm sure. I'll talk to John Blaze. We'll make sure everybody's got the records. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, Fila, say the filet. I want to get it right one time. Like the filet, whole thing, like filet mignon, like filet mignon, right? And say the last one so I can copy. Anika. 
And Nico. And Nico. Right. And Nico. Like the and candy. Nico. My mother loves Nico candy. And Nico. And Nico. Yeah. Filet and Nico. Yes, sir. There, I got it. One good time. That's out. We're out on that note. Thanks so much to Swayze. Thanks so much to Filet. Thank you so much for coming in. It was a great show. A great moment. Here we are. The mission. Respect the underground. Power to the people. The underground. the lesbian Walter Cronwright Dan Rather Smoke Weed Dirty Harry Lee X the Theater that's me you know and every week right here from the beautiful Icon Radio Respect the Underground Worldwide Radio Studios we bring you the mission now our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose their mission that's what our mission is and that's what we do here every week. 